John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's the You Up podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer, host of You Up, host of this podcast. Um, so I guess you're probably already noticing it's a shorter podcast because... I mean, I don't know what the length is going to be, but we do not have clips from the show for you this week because we were on vacation and we didn't feel like putting a thing together because um, we didn't have to because we make our own rules here on the podcast. But um, that doesn't mean I can't do some road wraps, uh, which is what we call them in the biz. Wraps are like the content around a clip you're showcasing. So when I say I'm doing raps, that's what that means. Just cluing you guys in unless you are in the biz, in which case I'm sorry you had to hear that. Um, you had to hear me explain what raps are. You know what they are. They're delicious um, alternatives to a sub sandwich. Um, yeah, it's always funny to me that people think that like the rap craze came on and people are like, raps are healthy. And you're just like, mm, okay. Okay, whatever you want to think, because they're thinner, but they're much bigger. Okay, so let's talk about that. So yes, it is thinner, so you're like, oh, it's less. And wraps also like are always have like lettuce spilling out of them, so I guess people think they associate them with veggies. But um, it's essentially a burrito, guys. I mean, you know, that's a wrap. And that's a wrap on talking about wraps. Moving on... Um, I am home on my vacation in St. Louis, Missouri. Andrew is not here with me this week. I'm on the road alone. I am living with my parents at my childhood house that, uh, you know, lived here from sixth grade and on. And I'm just hanging with my parents. And it's going really smoothly as far as parents hanging goes. Um, they, uh, they They came to L.A. for my taping. You heard them on the show last week. And then they went down to San Diego with me and Carlisle Forrester, Queen of Squirt Nation, and uh, Andrew Collin, uh, FKA Puddle Boy. So I took them down to San Diego last week. They were on the show there uh, on the podcast. That's where we recorded from last week. And then um, I've been with them ever since. So it's been over a week and a half now of being around my parents. Generally, this is not an ideal situation for me going home. I don't know about how you guys handle it, but when you go home, it's so easy to stay in your childhood bedroom and stay at your parents' house. Even though you're an adult with your own life, you kind of just fall back into bad habits. Like I just become a teenager again. Like I posted some obnoxious video yesterday on my story of me like lip syncing to Camilla Cabello's never ever be the same. And one of my favorite songs to lip sync to. And yes, I do have a list of favorite songs to lip sync to. Anywho, I was like in my, I've just been hanging out in my car more. And granted, I don't drive in New York or LA because I don't have a license and I shouldn't be driving here. Don't tell anyone. That's actually what I'm on my way to do right now is to go to the DMV to get a Missouri license because um, I probably shouldn't be talking about any of this, but I I do partially live here. Whatever. I just need a driver's license. And it's easier to get here because I already have one. I just lost it. 
you guys get it. Anyway, I'm headed to the DMV. Is anything more cliche of like boring things you can do on your week off? Um, but it's actually not so bad of a DMV. I went here last time and I was kind of like enjoying people watching. Been doing a lot of that on my vacation. I haven't done stand up since Sunday night. It is now Friday. Tom Segura is in town in St. Louis and I'm anxious to like reach out to him and grab a set there at the pageant. It's a, this like big theater in St. Louis and, um, I could probably do five minutes or just go hang and get some comedy hanging in, but it's been nice to not wear makeup and not do my hair. I like, I seriously am looking like my dog Marion. I've been doing a lot of dog chilling. I've been doing, um, yeah, my parents have been working. I've been sleeping in. They've been saying little, like my dad once referred to me as sleeping beauty. You know that one? Does anyone else relate to that? Where your parents kind of make little digs about sleeping in, even though it's 1037. Oh, what a, look at you sleep until they treat you like you've slept till four and that you woke up from like a, a drug haze or something like the The guilt with which I guess I am putting on myself. No one makes you feel any way you choose to feel that way. So anyway, I'm letting those comments kind of slide by, but like, Getting back to staying at home with your parents, I don't know what you guys are like, but I feel like every Rachel Feinstein has a great joke that makes me realize it's kind of a universal uh, feeling that when you go home, you're instantly just like, I think her joke is like, I don't know about you guys, but when I go home, I'm probably happy for seven minutes. I think it's even less than that. Like she gives some like hilarious amount of minutes where it's like, that's how toler tolerant you are. And I'm always, I look so forward to seeing my family. And it usually is within minutes that you're like, oh, this is kind of cooled down. But I've found that um, this trip, I'm really proud of myself because I there's been minimal fights, minimal yelling, minimal moments of me having to like talk myself off a ledge to not flip out. Oftentimes... I'll come home like I think last Christmas and the Christmas before that and maybe the Thanksgivings before that I I was finding myself often I would blow up about something that wasn't about them but you know I made it about them and then I would go to the gym and like have an existential crisis of like what did why am I treating them so badly why did I just yell like that what is this really about or I'd go for a run where I'd like think about it and then I go back and you usually my family we just like kind of blow up at each other and then someone storms off and then we just like never talk about it. And that works. I mean, it's really works for us. It go, it goes well. Um, we all mainly get along. I feel like we're a fairly healthy family. When I look around, like I'm proud of who we are, but that's worked for years. But now I apologize. Like I'm big into it, especially when I'm like totally at fault. And I realize like they might feel sad about that. So anyway, I blow up at them and then hours later come back from the gym and I just like walk in front of the TV and I truly feel like I'm like interrupting like uh, like a fun time to like make I, it always feels like a TED talk like I'm like um, can you guys turn off Antiques Roadshow or just pause it for a second because I have something to say and then I stand before them as they're on their like lounge chairs fully in horizontal position and then I present to them the case for why I'm kind of a cunt sometimes. And, um, and I apologize. And then we're all better for it. Because I feel like, I don't know. I think I always, my sister always reminds me. She's like, mom and dad are scared of you. And I'm like, 
what? They're scared of me? And then you realize you don't really realize how other people perceive you. You just, you just realize whatever you think and you base it off of that. But sometimes you're way off, dude. You're way off. So I've just been trying to be more, um, everyone's just trying to do their best. Do you ever think about that? You guys, everyone's trying their best. And I used to call bullshit on that when people would be like, they just did their best Nikki. And I'd be like, well, their best sucked and they could have tried harder. Cause I try so hard and da, 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 da. But the thing is everyone is kind of doing their best and some people's best is pathetic. And, um, you just have to accept that and not be like, I would have done this. It's like, well, they're not you. I've been saying that a lot to my dad. My dad's like, well, I wouldn't have done that. Like he keeps making that point. And I just go, well, you're not that person. So I don't understand what the debate is. He's like, all I have to compare things to is my own self, Nikki. I don't know what else to tell you. And I'm like, well, I don't really know what else to tell you either, but I'm tired of you saying that I wouldn't have done that. I'm like, well, you're not a young black girl. So maybe her experience is different, which led her to do that, dad. Do you guys, uh, are you into empathy? Do you think about it at all? Anyway, this is, this podcast has gone off the rails. I'm pulling up to the DMV. My point is, have you seen Fleabag season two? That's what this is all leading to. I love this show so much. It has defined this like post special, um, like point of my life. I feel like, um, I always will associate different TV shows and music, whatever I'm into at like a point in my life. I'm like, Taylor Swift song me represents all my anxiety leading up to the special. And then Fleabag season two is like the relief and joy of being done. And man, it's good, man. It's good. If you're not into Fleabag, get into it. It's on Amazon. It's so good. I love the girl that, um, created it. Phoebe Waller, uh, bridge is her name and I'm obsessed with her. And I want you to get into the show because if you enjoy listening to me ramble on like this, if you have made it this far and hearing me talk, I think you can trust me right now and go watch the full two seasons of Fleabag. I thought there was no way that that season one would be eclipsed. And I don't even remember what happened in season one because I'm so into season two. Dude, it's so good. Can't wait for you guys to see it. If you haven't already, I'm jealous. And um, I guess that's the podcast this week. Next week, we are, uh, I just wanted to like check in with you guys. You know, we, we have a thing going here. And uh, it isn't dependent on me tossing to clips of me with people in studio, but it kind of is. We're tired of hearing me talk. I know I'm tired of talking, and I gotta go convince this guy in the DMV to give me a license. I mean, he really shouldn't. My documentation is not, you know. I mean, it's it's there, but I don't even know where I live, guys. I don't know what state I'm a resident of. Isn't that? Uh, can I just say that to him, dude? I'm a I'm a rambling. A peripatetic comedian is peripatetic. Did I use that right? Man, if I use that right, I am so proud of myself. I am so proud of myself. I probably didn't, but I know it means like someone who um, travels a lot and is never in one place. Peripatetic. Peripatetic? It's something like that. I'm real close. Proud of myself regardless. And I want you to be proud of yourself because we made it through. This was cathartic for me, at least. Thank you for listening. Next week, great shows, great guests. As always, we're going to deliver. We are back Monday in studio live on You Up Channel 95, Sirius XM, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time. So see you there or I'll see you on the podcast next week. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.